Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. Yeah, that soccer show is proud to welcome our title sponsor, Uptown Poor. Uptown Poor is a beverage catering company. They provide bar service to take your party or event to the next level. They're going to be on display in a big way coming up May 11th to 13th at Artisphere, where they're going to be the VIP and artist tent vendor. So if you're going to go down to Artisphere, make sure you go stop by, check them out, say you heard about it on the podcast. They'd love to hear from you. Hey, or if you can't go out to Artisphere, make sure you go to their website, uptownpoorco.com. There's a list of the packages they have available. Or if you don't see something that exactly meets the needs you have, reach out to them, send them a message. They'd be glad to work with you to help make your event or party amazing. And maybe you don't need beverage service. Maybe you're thinking, I don't really need a bar service for my event, but I'd love to get some information about food catering. They have a sister company, Uptown Catering, that you can visit their website at uptowncateringsc.com, and they can meet your needs in that way as well. So join us in welcoming Uptown Poor, the official title sponsor of Yeah, That Soccer Show. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show, the completely unofficial podcast that talks all things Greenville FC, NPSL, and so much more. So come on, Greenville, this show is for you, it's about you, and we want this show to be driven by you. So email the show at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or slide into our DMs over at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of Yeah, That Soccer Show this week. We are here to break down Greenville FC's first ever game, an unfortunate loss, a 3-1 loss to the Georgia Revolution. Uh, we're going to break that down just a little bit with some thoughts about what we saw, what we witnessed during the game. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some other things going on this week, and then we're going to have a second episode this week previewing the international match, the first ever home match coming up this Saturday, May 12th at 7 o'clock at Eugene Stone Stadium up at Furman University. So without further ado, let's jump into recapping the game on Friday night versus the Revs. Um, a couple of things. Let's just say this, okay? Most of you are going to be new to lower division soccer, so you just need to understand one thing. The streams are going to vary from being very, very good to being just almost nothing and maybe not even, uh, you know, not even worth watching and somewhere in the middle. And, and this stream was definitely somewhere in the middle. It was hard to understand. You could not hear uh, the the commentators unless you turned up really loud. And then if you did that, you, you got the blaring PA announcer every once in a while. Uh, the, the feed was a little grainy. Um, they waited till literally right before kickoff to start the feed, which was a little, uh, I know people got a little antsy there about that. Um, so I do want to say this though, on a, on a, that note that I've been told from Marco Carrizales, the team president that the NPSL league is requiring all teams to stream their games. So that means that every game will be available to watch online. Um, so, you know, away matches that you're not going to be able to make it to, which, I, which will probably be most of them. 
Um, hopefully we'll take a good contingent up to Asheville when we go up there. But I know a lot of these teams are, are good drive away, um, especially like even, even Georgia Revolution was fairly close, but two and a half hours one way on a Friday night I know was hard for a lot of people. So, um, But those games will be available. That also means that your home games are going to be available to stream. Now, obviously we want you out at Eugene St- Stone Stadium, but it is a summer league and we realize that people are going to be on vacation. So if that happens to be you, um, don't fret you can catch the game on a stream. The team, I'm sure, will announce what that is going to look like coming up soon. All that being said, what we got to see on Friday night um, was exciting. It was the first game from this team. We got to see a lot of faces we were not prepared to see. The starting 11 uh, names that the team released, There was a the front line was pretty much consistent on that. You had your two center backs were on that list, but then everyone else was new. Everyone else was a new face. Um, so I know a lot of folks were like, who are all these people? We don't know. Um, this is a good place for me to plug the, yeah, that soccer show Periscope uh, feed. <clears throat> we did a pregame show on Periscope and we did a halftime show on Periscope. It's also, you can watch it right in Twitter, but it's more fun if you're, it's more fun if you download the Periscope app, Periscope app, you can sign in with your Twitter account or you can create an account if you don't have a Twitter account. And you can actually ask questions and comment on the show as we're recording. And I was trying to respond to those um, as much as I could. And uh, we had a good time. And in fact, a lot of folks were even trying to get me to stay on for the second half because the commentary was so uh, hard to understand to just stay on and maybe try to call the game. And while I don't think I'm going to do that, I certainly wasn't prepared to do that this time. I think what we may do in the future um, if we run into that issue with the feed again is maybe not doing play by play commentary. Cause it's a lot of work um, to, to prep for that. But what we might do is, is a sort of live watch where basically I can just record myself there and we'll just chat about the game. You can interact by commenting in there and then, uh, and then I'll respond with my thoughts as we watch the game together. That would be kind of fun. Um, we would do that for away matches, obviously not for home matches. Speaking of which we are going to do, uh, pre-game show for sure on Periscope for the home matches. Uh, halftime, we're going to play it by ear. <laughs> just depends on how crazy it is and how loud it is. And if I can get to a place where we can do something like that, um, we may try to do that as well. So make sure you have the Periscope app. We are going to be doing that going forward. So that was cool. Um, another couple notes before we break down the game. Uh, the first thing is the kits. So we saw the away kits released last Thursday. The black, um, just a simple black with the with the sponsors on it, and obviously the Greenville FC crest on it. Now, I know a lot of folks were excited about it. Some were not as excited about it. I was a little bit in wait and see mode. Obviously, it's a pretty it's a pretty plain kit, but that's that's kind of to be expected with a lower division team. That um, especially the fact that it was so plain makes me feel like the home kits are going to be something special, and I'm excited about seeing the home kits. Um, I was surprised that it was black. Um, I thought it would be some kind of white or a lighter color. I hope that that doesn't preclude us from having a green kit as our home kit. I'm hoping we can still have the green. Um, and if so, Hey, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing wrong with that. And if it's a white kit, that's a home kit. I hope it's something that looks really good and features a lot of green and gold in it. Um, but either way, I think we're going to have a good, a good looking home kit and I can't wait to see it. But, you know, a lot of folks were kind of almost hesitant about the black kits. But I think once you saw them on the field, they looked really, really good. They looked sharp. And so I think all the all the fears about the black kit being too plain or not really being sure about it, I think those were kind of put to rest once we saw the team playing. 
Um, so one of the things we talked about on the Periscope, uh, obviously we watched the first half, which we'll break down here in a minute. And, you know, we came on at halftime. We we're like, oh, my gosh, we're down three nothing. <laughs> this is this is not turning out to be a great start for this team. But one of the things I had pushed for at halftime on the Periscope was, hey, let's let's try to win the second half. If I'm the, if I'm Coach Squires, that's what I'm telling the boys. It's like, let's win the second half. And, man, they did. They really, really did. The second half, they looked so, so good. And they were clearly the better team in the second half. You know, I think, I think part of the issue could have been um, just first-game jitters. You know, I think we talked a little bit about getting off the bus, having all the adrenaline. Um, you haven't had that much time to really gel together um, as a team. And, and I think that that is something that is going to – continue to happen um, and get better as we go along the way. But I think you really saw, saw the chemistry start to come together in a game situation in the second half. So let's break down um, the first half. And uh, actually, you know what? Before we do that, let's grab a quick break here um, from our sponsor, and then we'll be back to break down the game. We here at Yeah That Soccer Show are proud to welcome our newest partner, Brad Butchkowski. Brad is a real estate agent with the Wondracek Realty Group, and he is here to serve all of your real estate needs in the upstate. Brad is a huge fan of the podcast. He is a founding member of Greenville FC, and he wants to connect with you to help you buying or selling a house, whatever you're looking to do. Um, you can visit his website, brad.selling-greenville.com. Check out the listings he's got there. Um, or you can connect with him online. Uh, he has He's on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Brad Buczkowski, B-U-C-Z-K-O-W-S-K-I. Or you can find him on Twitter. That might be the easiest spot to find him. It's I am Brad B. Brad Buczkowski, the newest partner for Yeah That Soccer Show. We're excited to have him. Hey, tell him you've heard about him on the podcast. Welcome back in. Let's jump in to our Georgia Revolution match recap game number one for Greenville FC. So the first half, the Georgia Revolution scored um, three goals. Overall, I would say this. I would say the team looked a little rocky and a little shaky at first, especially in the first half. The The passing, the possession was not great. The defensive uh, play was um, <clears throat> a little suspect at first, and I suspect that a lot of that was Coach Squires had talked to us when he came on the show about being a very attack-minded team, trying to press up field, constantly trying to go for goal. Um, and I think your outside backs did a good bit of that. So you were left with two center backs and a couple of defensive midfielders, but even the defensive midfielders were still um, very offensive in the way they were playing. And so you kind of got stuck there a couple times um, where the defense broke down. And honestly, as we, we walk through the goals, um, you got some, some bad breaks, uh, Georgia scored three goals, but I really think only one of them was really like a solid goal that they, that they earned exclusively on their own effort. A couple of them, the first two goals in particular had some crazy, crazy things happen. So let's, let's go in and break those down. So the first goal that was scored by the revolution. I don't really know what time of the match it was because you couldn't see the clock on the feed, but um, all these goals took place in pretty quick succession, probably between the 10 and 20 minute mark of the match. So the first goal starts, the ball is back at the revolution goal. The keeper boots it downfield um, all the way downfield. A revs player gets in, gets the ball, takes it in behind the defensive line uh, William Redmond, the goalie for Greenville FC, comes out and tries to boot the ball um, to clear it rather than diving on it or pick it up, which was fine because you had a lot of guys there in the box. And I don't know that um, 
he could, he felt comfortable necessarily trying to dive on it with all the people around. So he goes to boot the ball. It, it seems like it takes a deflection um, off the Greenville defender, potentially. It's hard to tell exactly on the feed when I went back to rewatch it, but it looks like it takes kind of like a deflection, bounces back down into the ground, and kind of clicks up right to the foot of a second Georgia Revolution player who just basically kicks it into an empty net because William Redmond had come out so far to clear the ball that basically there was nobody back on the goal line. Um, like I said, I don't think that that's really – the fault of any one person or, or even the team as a whole. I think you had a, a bad bounce there um, and just kind of bad luck in that situation. Um, those are, those are ones, those are goals in soccer that are just going to happen. I mean, they're going to happen to every team. Um, and it's not surprising that that's your first one that you give up in your first game where your team doesn't have necessarily the chemistry that a Georgia revolution team had, which speaking of that, you know, there was word that, four of the Georgia revolution players all play together at the same college. So they had a lot of built-in chemistry um, just in that, in that little fact right there. Plus a lot of these guys have played for the team for multiple years. So I think the chemistry for the revolution was certainly more progressed than Greenville FC's is just from it being a new team and, and new guys all playing together. So that was the first goal. The second goal, uh, the revolution were playing on, uh, Greenville's side of the field and Greenville was doing some decent defending in that buildup. Um, then <clears throat> there was, uh, again, I, I can't give you specific names cause the, the feed was so hard to read. Um, a lot of the numbers that, uh, there was a, there was a Greenville midfielder who got the ball in the midst of the defending, got the ball and started to, um, go on the counter upfield. And it looked to me like a revolution player may have had a foul there where he tripped him up. Um, didn't look like he got any of the ball, but there was a no call there. Um, another revs player, uh, is running up and that, that player that tripped him up, gets the ball, threads it through, um, to the, uh, threads it through, tries to thread it through to this other player. And it looks like it bounces over top of a Greenville defender's foot. Like the defenders trying to, you know, block the b- block the pass. It looks like it takes a weird bounce. Um, and it basically, it it gets right to the other revs player, um, in behind, he takes a shot. Uh, William Redmond is in position to make a stop. Like he's coming out to meet the ball and to block. And then one of the green defenders comes over to, to block the shot as well. When he, when the defender comes over, the ball hits his foot and basically rainbows that deflection off of our own defender's foot kind of rainbows over top of our keeper goes straight into the net. Just, I mean, honestly, just kind of drops in there again, nothing your keeper could do. You know, both of these goals, um, Will Redmond has come out to, to defend doing what he's supposed to do and really doing a good job as a keeper, just kind of had some unfortunate bounces on both of those things happen. The third goal. And this is the one that I really think, um, that the revs truly, truly earned by their own effort and, and skill uh, you have a revs player coming down the right side, um, and he crosses it over the box, over the 18 yard box, 18 yard box. And it lands, um, at the foot of a revs player. Who's right there on the left edge of the box. He then kind of threads it through the middle to a, to a striker there who basically takes it and puts it right in the, the top right corner. So imagine being a keeper, you're, you're cheating to the, to the right side of the field, your left with the, uh, the guy coming down the right, he crosses it over to the left. So you cross over 
to the left as well. You're right. The the left the field left. He comes over to the left and then he kicks it over to the center and the guy puts it in the top right corner. So as a as a keeper, you've gone back and forth two or three times. There's just no there's just nothing you can do about that. So that was great work on the part of the revolution. Um, and again, that's that goal. That's just a goal. I mean, that's a great great play um, from the revolution. Now, so the team goes in at halftime. They're down three nothing again. I'm sure there's a little bit of demoralized, uh, got your heads hanging. I think coach Squires probably was able to make some adjustments and clearly did made some great halftime adjustments. And I will say the first half was not all bad. Um, there were some great moments. Um, Malcolm, I don't know if his last name is Frago, Frago, Malcolm Frago. I'm just going to call him Frago for now. Malcolm Frago, uh, is our set piece specialist. I mean, he had a couple of free kicks that nearly went in he was putting crosses in corners right into the box. Um, he is a man. He is a phenomenal player at getting the ball in play. There's a lot of opportunities. Just you know, nothing you could do. I mean, there was they were they were playing very defensively. Um, they did a good job of keeping the ball from going in most of the match. Um, so, Coach Squires gets him in at halftime. He coaches them up. They make some halftime adjustments. They come out um, from that point. And in the second half, it was a totally different game. I mean, if if the second half was the way they had played the whole game, I think you're looking at a Greenville FC win. And that's what I'm hoping for um, coming up this week for our home opener is, you know, if they play the way they played that second half, it's going to be really, really good. There were some key substitutions that came on, um, and it looked, it looked like a totally different team. They were very uh, great in possession, great in passing, great in having the ball in the attacking side of the field. Um, and when it did come back onto our side, the defense played great. And the keeper, the keeping in the second half was phenomenal. Uh, Redmond did a great job of uh, keeping a couple other shots that, that honestly could have been goals um, from, from connecting there. So, And then Greenville FC gets a goal, their first ever goal. Um, again, <clears throat> Malcolm Frago is the man making things happen. So before we got to the corner kick that led to the goal. Frego's coming down the right side. Um, he crosses it right into the box and the shot. I mean, the guy, I don't know who, who it was taking the shot there. I mean, had, he was right at goal, had a shot. Um, and the shot got, got blocked by the keeper and it went over the top of the goal. But I mean, he had, that was, that was perfect placement on Frego's part. Uh, a, a great shot by the, by the, um, by the forward there trying to put it in the back of the net. And honestly, you know, those situations, it's like you pick a direction, the goalie picks a direction. And if he gets it, if he picks the right direction, he gets you, you know, he's not, you're not going to get it past him. So that was a great shot. So Frego sets that up. Then Frego comes all the way over to the left side of the field to take the corner kick. Cause he's doing such a good job of that. So as he's lining up to take the corner, uh, Kareth comes down from midfield to, to come down to the corner, almost setting up, the potential for a short corner. Um, but instead Frago careens it into the box, puts it right at the back post. And then the first ever goal scored by Michelangelo the video who had come on as a sub sub in the match. And he just heads it straight in the back of the net. There was nothing the revs keeper was going to be able to do to keep that one out. That was just a phenomenal, phenomenal goal. Um, and then, you know, as the match progressed, uh, towards the, towards the end, uh, Greenville had other opportunities. I mean, they looked good. They really, really, really looked good in the second half and had plenty of opportunities to, to score. And at least, and the offense just looked, it looked great. The defense looked great. Um, it was a totally different team in the second half. And so that's what I'm hoping for, 
um, this coming week when we play at home at Furman against Inter Nashville, the defending Southeastern Conference playoff champions. Um, and just as a little tease coming this week, the podcast you'll get previewing that game will feature an interview with coach, international coach Rich Askey. Um, we're going to chat with him a little bit about his team, what their hopes are. They have not played a game this year, but they will have played a game by the time they play us. And that is not an NPSL game. They're actually playing in the Open Cup as a result of winning the playoff championship. They are playing the uh, Charlotte Eagles in Charlotte on Wednesday night. So they're going to play in Charlotte on Wednesday night. I don't know if they're going to go back home. Um, I'd imagine they probably will go back from Charlotte to Nashville and then come back to Greenville for our match on Saturday night. So that is something to look forward to. That'll be probably out um, Thursday or Friday. Uh, I'm not sure. It just depends on what how the week goes. But that being said, Thursday night, you also have another opportunity to get together with your Greenville FC family. That's right. This time again at 13 Stripes Brewery at 6.30 p.m. until 10 p.m. We are going to be having the home kit reveal. I'm sure they will have kits on sale that night, both home and away. So make sure you bring your money if you have not already picked up a kit. Um, that is going to be super exciting. I am like, y'all don't understand how big of a kit nerd I am. I'm so of all the events Greenville FC has done. This is the one I'm like super, super, super excited about. And I cannot wait to be there on Thursday night. I also think as part of that, we're, we're still efforting a little bit. Um, but keep a lookout for the Milltown operatives, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think we're going to try to do some things in conjunction with that night, maybe, um, painting some TIFOs and practicing some chants or something like that. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Cause we're going to try and get that information out as well. Um, Hey, I want to thank our newest patron, Justin Valerie for donating to the podcast. He is a superhero. All of our patrons are superheroes, but I'm always glad when a new person comes on board. Um, if you're interested in signing up to be a patron, um, you'll hear a little quick ad at the end of the podcast here in just a few minutes. They'll give you all the details on that. But that being said, I have stickers. They're here though. Yeah. That soccer show stickers have arrived. I'm going to set some aside for our patron, multiple stickers per patron. And then I'm going to bring a handful of stickers out to the first match on Saturday. I'll probably try, maybe I'll try to bring some out on Thursday night too. You never know. So if you show up Thursday night, make sure you find me. I will have some stickers. I will also have them at the tailgates and at the game on Saturday. So we're going to try to get, yeah, that soccer show stickers to everyone who wants one. Um, if you're not a patron, you'll get one per person. First come first serve. When we're out, we're out. Um, the other thing is I'm working on some hats. Um, I have already communicated with the hat producer and that is uh, legacy 92. I don't know if you've ever had a legacy hat, but they are my favorite. They're the most comfortable hats you'll ever put on your head. Um, we're going to do a yellow hat with like kind of a trucker mesh back, but it's I know it sounds like a trucker hat, but it's super, super soft. I mean, you wouldn't even know it. They're so, so soft. Um, so I think we're going to do kind of a yellowy looking color with the green. Yeah, that soccer show logo embroidered on the front of them. <clears throat> they are going to be $25 a piece. Um, and I'm going to start selling those. So if you want, I'm only going to order 30 of them. So they are first come, first serve. And when we're, when we're done, we're done. Um, the patrons will get first first priority on them. Um, and if you're a patron, you get a little bit of a discount. So, Hey, there's another incentive to sign up to be a patron. So you can get a discount on a hat. If that's something you're interested in. Um, 
So we are going to set up a way for you to, you can send me uh, money at PayPal. Hey, this is the other thing. If, and if you, maybe you don't want to be a patron. Maybe you feel like being a patron, you know, it's a monthly thing. And I mean, you can, you can cancel it anytime you want to. Um, but if you want to make a one-time donation to the podcast, um, you can you can do that through PayPal at the email address yeah that soccer show at gmail dot com, um, and we always appreciate that and uh, that you know that would be a way we would love to do something for you get you a sticker at least something like that um, if that's something you can do um, or sign up to be a patron and uh, that is also the way you can order your hats if you want to shoot me twenty five dollars on uh, PayPal yeah that soccer show at gmail dot com and just in the comments say, Hey, this is for a hat or this is for two hats or whatever. Um, then I will make sure to set them aside for you. Um, so other than that, we are excited for the upcoming week and, uh, make sure you check out Periscope and everything like that for the pre-match and halftime shows coming up and we will see you all next time. Hey, Greenville, we here at Yeah That Soccer Show are continuing to make huge strides and add new content to take over and be the greatest soccer podcast on the face of the planet. Well, at least the greatest soccer podcast in Greenville. And we would love your help and support to make that happen. And here's a really easy way that you can do that. You can become a patron by going to yeahthatsoccershow.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-O-N, and sign up on our Patreon page, You can see there are different tiers there where you can commit to pledge a little bit of money per month, starting at just a dollar for this awesome content we're putting out, and you can get some added perks. My hope is that it will add value to your life as well, that you will see the value in in giving a little money and getting back so much in return. So as we continue to grow and continue to push forward the soccer culture in Greenville, I hope that you will consider supporting us by signing up to become a patron. Again, thanks for listening, and we couldn't do it without you.